Welcome back to Sunday Morning Magazine. Remember, you can listen to the show anytime you like. All you have to do is go to your favorite podcast app and subscribe to Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear. You can go to Podcast One or the iTunes Store. My next guest is a three-time Olympic gold medalist and a member of the International Swimming Hall of Fame. It's our pleasure to welcome Roddy Gaines to Sunday Morning Magazine. Thank you, Rodney. Good to be with you, buddy. All right. Good, good. Now, we all remember you way back from 1984 in the Olympic Games. Take us back there. What was that whole experience like for you? And we're talking almost, what, 32 years ago? What do you remember no. most? Careful. You don't need to say how long ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, it was amazing. You know, being an Olympic summer, we're, my Olympics was in Los Angeles. So it was really cool to be able to swim in Olympic Games in your home country. So it's sort of like playing a Super Bowl at home. Imagine the Cincinnati Bengals playing a Super Bowl in their home stadium. And that's sort of what it was like for me. And I had been part of the boycott in 1980 so i didn't get to go in 80 so 84 made it that much more special okay good so that's awesome so today you're known as the voice of swimming tell us about that transition from the pool to the broadcast booth initially was that a scary thought for you or did it come very naturally well i've always been pretty good at slapping my mouth uh, <laughs> and uh, so it kind of came natural plus i have four daughters so you know to get a word in edgewise you always have to kind of keep chatting but back then 30 years ago when i did start i didn't have daughters and it was just really on a whim it was funny uh, a very quick story espn a fledgling network called espn called me to do a, a broadcast for battle of the network stars yeah i remember that show in, yeah back in oh probably mid 80 84 85 right after the olympics and uh, anyway i did it and just kind of one thing led to another and this summer i'll be calling my seventh olympic game so it's 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 pretty cool it's awesome i've got the best seat in the house around some of the greatest athletes and greatest people i've ever known Okay. Now, you know, I was reading this article and they were talking about how they're trying to design these swimsuits that will be the really fastest swimsuits, you know, and I'm mm-hmm. reading the article and I'm thinking like, but isn't it more important about the talent inside the swimsuit? <laughs> it is. You know, you might remember back in 2000, oh, late 2000s, where it was 2007 to 2009, they developed a high tech suit that was literally in layman's terms faster than human skin it was less resistant to water than human skin and then and athletes started covering their whole body with it um and we figured out that you were right Rodney. i mean the the talent is what matters most and we want to keep it a lay, uh, 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 an even laying uh, playing field so they eliminated the high-tech suit now everybody has to wear the exact same type of material so uh, it's a it's a pretty level playing field. Every suit will every year starts to get a little better, but everybody gets to wear it. So the talent still um, comes out, no doubt. Okay, so let me ask you this now. We talked about this. I won't mention the year again, but let's talk about uh-huh, some of the please. biggest. Yeah, let's talk about some of the biggest changes in swimming today as compared uh-huh. to when you were competing. That's a great question. Well, the biggest change is money. I mean, when I swam. There was no money involved in, in swimming. In fact, you weren't even allowed to take money. It was it was sort of what the NCAA rules are today were the rules that I live by. So it was a completely amateur sport. And that changed the sport dramatically in the fact that people are able to stay in the sport longer. I won my gold medal in 1984 at age 25, which back then was the third oldest 
in history to win a gold medal in swimming. And now the average age on the Olympic team is 26 for men. And so it's, and, and, and the big reason for that is money. Money has allowed the athlete to stay in the sport longer. They're not getting rich. Most of them aren't, but at least they can earn a living. The other things are certainly diet and nutrition, training um, techniques. Uh, uh, the technique of the swimming strokes have changed. So there's a lot of little dynamics have changed, but the biggest thing is money. And in case you're just tuning in, we're speaking to three-time Olympic gold medalist and member of the International Swimming Hall of Fame, Rowdy Gaines. Now, Rowdy, you are the ambassador for the U.S. Swimming Foundation. Tell us about your role there. Well, you know, Rodney, drowning is an epidemic in our country. And uh, when you think about the fact that 10 people every day drown in our country, it's the second leading cause of accidental death in children 14 years of age and younger. 70% of African-Americans don't know how to swim, 60% of Hispanics, but it's not just a minority problem. 40% of Caucasian children don't know how to swim. So it's something that the USA Swimming Foundation is, is really um, has invested itself into changing that dynamic. And a lot of it is education. We're trying to educate the public that um, swimming is a lifelong sport. It's a lifelong activity. Forget the sport aspect of it. It's a lifelong activity. And so we are going across the country with this Make a Splash initiative, which is really giving uh, communities the opportunity to get out there and, and get swim lessons in their communities, um, specifically in, in low-income low areas where it's so important that, um, that we teach our children how to swim at least how to be safer in the water. There's no such thing as being completely safe in the waters, but it's been proven that swimming lessons reduces the risk of drowning by 88%. And so for me, it's, 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 we found the cure. The USA Swimming Foundation and its Make a Splash program, we found the cure. The cure is swimming lessons. And that's what we're trying to preach out to the, to the public. And the program is making a local impact. The Cincinnati Recreation Commission received $15,000 this year from the USA Swimming Foundation to fund free or reduced-cost swimming lessons to youth right here in Cincinnati. So thank you. Well, thank you. We want to make a difference in every community. The Make Splash program is in every single state, and Cincinnati is a huge area. It's a huge area for swimming success in the past. It's got a great tradition of success in Cincinnati from a competitive standpoint, but I'm much more interested in teaching children how to be safer in the water. Um, it breaks my heart when I see a drowning or when I read about it, or even a near drowning, which can be just as tragic for families. So um, we, we have to overcome that fear because especially in the African-American community, I want to make this point real quick. They, they've, made, they've had a study and the, the study says that one of the main reasons why in the African-American community they don't know how to swim is the fact that that fear is passed down generationally. So the parent passes the fear down to, to children. Also, it's access. And that's another thing we're trying to change. So we're trying to educate um, the public, especially that minority public, that you know, swimming is a great activity. Now, for you through the Make a Splash program, are you able to get in the water with the children and actually teach them how to swim? Shoot, uh, yeah, man. So what I'm is there, that? I'm going to Virginia Beach in about two hours. I'm heading down up there to do a Make a Splash program up there, and I'll be in the water with the kids all morning. It's either myself or Colin Jones, who is an, um, one of our ambassadors, who's also African-American and, and a great role model for our community, an Olympic gold medalist, world record holder. So he gets in the water with the kids, and yeah, we all get in the water. We don't just stand on the deck and say and wave to them. Okay. We're in the water 
invested. Okay, so what is that like to be on, you know, on the front line, to be in the water um, teaching the kids how to swim? How, what is that like for you? It, it's unbelievable, buddy, because the, the, the transformation that you see from utter fear in many cases, not all cases, but in many cases, utter fear to where in a half an hour, Colin and I have got them laughing and, and giggling and jumping off the side of the pool. And that's what we want to do. We want to create that atmosphere that the water is, should be something that should be respected but should not be feared. That's the key is you should always respect the water. You know, you know, we teach never swim by yourself. Always swim with an adult. Always swim with, your, with eyes on you all the time. But we also teach that when we're in the water, we see that transformation. And that is so cool that you know what, maybe I can be a swimmer. Maybe I can learn how to swim and enjoy this. And that, to me, is so fulfilling. And that's one of the reasons I've been, been doing this for, gosh, I guess, 25 years. Wow. So for parents listening this morning, what water safety tips can you offer our parents listening this morning? Well, first of all, I'm begging you, begging the parents out there, never take your eyes off your child when you're near the water. 60% of drownings, Rodney, happen in front of an adult. Hmm. So when a child drowns, the adult is watching. It's in front of an adult, but the adult becomes distracted with their, either we, you know, by answering your phone or texting or going to answer the doorbell or changing the laundry or something happens where that adult takes your eyes off that child. And, and drowning is a silent killer. You don't hear somebody yelling and screaming when they drown. They literally um, their, their lungs are filled up with water. So you can, and that forget every other tip I can tell you, don't take your eyes off the, your child ever, ever, ever. And the other thing is get them involved in swim lessons. There's always a way to find a, a swim lesson in your community. There's no excuse. Now, when you speak to children or you have an audience of children, what's your message to children? Well, the, the message is, is to me is, uh, for me is I tell them that I didn't start swimming until I was 17 years old. I was a junior in high school when I went out for my high school swim team. It's never too late. Don't ever think that it's too late for you because it's not. And I, I think that's that's sort of, you know, my little motivational message is don't ever give up in your dreams. And if your dream is to one day be safer in the water and learn how to swim, it can happen. Whether you're five years old or 50 years old, it doesn't really matter. We, you know, we talk about doing this for adults as well, but we our main object is is getting that child 14 years of age and younger. But again, I use myself as an example as it's never too late. All right. Well, if our listeners would like to find out more about you, if they would like to find out more about Make a Splash, how can they find out more? Well, you can just go to usaswimmingfoundation.org or you can just Google USA Swimming Foundation and you can do a lot uh, as far as kind of digging down and finding out more about our Make a Splash program and and, uh, and all kinds of uh, uh, finding a place in your area where uh, the Make a Splash initiatives are. It's in every state. And I'm uh, not, I wouldn't say every city, but certainly a lot of cities. Across. We have 700 partners across the country. Well, thank you so much for taking time to talk to us. I really do appreciate it, sir. Thank you, buddy. We've been speaking to three-time Olympic gold medalist Roddy Gaines. More information about the show can be found on our Facebook page, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook. Head there now, like us there now, and join the conversation there as well. Well, that's it for this edition of Sunday Morning Magazine. I'm Rodney Lear. Until next week, be encouraged.